For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 169 of the Old Dolphins podcast, number two on this Wednesday, <laughs> December 20th, 2023. And I have a giggling Omar. 69. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, let's take care of the number thing. And by the way, and I just looked it up because off the top of my head, the only player I could remember with 69 was Keith Sims, who was our choice. The first go around, hell of a player, three-time Pro Bowl selection, second-round pick. Uh, and I came upon, upon my research, Ray Fenga, and I will tell you why I chose him as a hat tip. Ray Fenga wound up playing three games for the Miami Dolphins, all of them in 2010. But Ray Fenga wound up being cut, re-signed, practice squad, cut, re-signed, practice squad. It was like constant, and then there became this media joke that he was just like an every type, every man type of guy because he kept getting, he wasn't like a great player or whatever, or he kept getting bounced on off the roster. And the joke became, we are all Ray Fingo. Yes, I remember that. You remember that, see? Yes, 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 yes. Um, that that would be, um, that, yes, we are all Ray Fingo. I remember that. That became a mantra, yeah. Complete with the acronym W-A-R-F, WARF. So... Anyway, I thought I thought that amused me when I saw it. Uh, again, there's only one player of major note in terms of on-field accomplishments with that number. Keith Sims owns that number, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so today was the first day of practice preparation for the Week 16 matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. And not surprisingly, a whole lot of big names not in attendance. Am I right, Omar? Yes, uh, no Tyreek Hill, which I don't think was a surprise to anybody. Um, whether or not he practices all week, I don't think that's going to be a determining factor on whether he plays in the game. I think they're probably going to take this all the way up to a Sunday or, or tryout, or try warm-up. Um, and if even if he does practice this week, I don't necessarily think that it's going to determine what his game status is. Uh, then we've got the offensive line, just about every projected starter, um, that isn't a replacement, um, sat out the game, sat out practice, Teron Armstead, Robert Hunt, uh, Kendall Lamb, Austin Austin. Jackson, and then Liam participated, but did he really practice, um, I don't know during the media portion that that the during the portion of practice that the media attended, he did it. Um, now he did the same thing last week and then played in the game. So, and I think the Dolphins are very confident that Liam is going to continue to heal and continue to play and get better. Uh, and, and but then uh, also Xavier Howard did not participate in practice. Um, he sidelined with that hip injury. Who knows? Maybe that's just a Wednesday thing and he returns on Thursday, which is what the expectation is with some of the veterans like Teron Armstead and and Kendall Lamb and maybe Austin Jackson. But uh, on a positive note, no Raheem Mostert too. 
Durham Smite was kind of on on his Wednesday program, which is the norm for Durham Smite. Um, Raheem is also on a Wednesday program. Yes, Raheem is also on a Wednesday program. The aged generally are on a Wednesday program this late in the season. The mature, let me not call them aged. Let's call them the mature. They're on a Wednesday program where they do not participate in Wednesday's practice, but then participate in Thursday and Friday. Um, this is just the norm for NFL teams in December. So uh, Dave Dolphins have done this for about six years. This predates even um, – this goes back to Adam Gase, maybe Joe Philbin. Um, so I don't think that that's too surprising. What was a positive was Deshaun Elliott participated in practice. He's in the first stage of concussion protocol. If he shows up to tomorrow's practice and participates with no concussion side effects – he will more than likely be cleared to part to, to practice. I mean, to play in the game, exiting the NFL concussion protocol. And then Javon Holland participated in practice. How much? I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. We will see. Um, but Mike McDaniel did address the fact that they feel like Javon's one of those players where you have to protect him against himself. Uh, this is where we need to point out that we are taping this. Uh, prior to the Dolphins' official injury report being released because that's not going to come out until early this evening and we didn't want to make you guys wait too long before doing the podcast. Or, oh my gosh, to do. So, <laughs> or, or Omar got snit to do. Yeah. Um, I, I, listen, I'm not waiting until 6.30 for an injury report when I watch practice. Um, I uh, My biggest concern about practice is Austin Jackson. I know what Teron's status, I know what Teron's status is. I know what Tyreek's status is. I kind of know what Javon Holland's status is. I know what Robert Hunt's status is. I do not know what Austin Jackson's status is. And my concern, even though Mike McDaniel downplayed it, is that this oblique back issue, because it's not just oblique, it's a back and oblique. It's, it's the whole midsection area over here. Um, it gets, what, 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 the way you, the way you're doing, the way you're doing this is funny. Um, it gets complicated before it gets better, which is what we learned with Jalen Phillips. And if you push it, it could go left on you real quick. And that's what happened with Jalen Phillips, who had to be shut down for three weeks mm -hmm. after he tried to push it. So. Um, that is something that I would be cautious about if I were Mike McDaniel and the training staff, um, especially having just lived through it. Now, Mike McDaniel says it's not as severe as Jalen Phillips, and I don't know him to be a liar. You, you ever caught him in a lie? In a lie? In, a, not a, not in an out-and-out out lie? No. Uh, but when it comes to injuries... Um, it's usually for it, right? Yeah, man. Um. He, he's yeah okay okay. Yeah, I, I mean, he 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 won't lead you astray. Like, I mean, he, he didn't pretend like Robert Hunt was pra was playing or practicing this week. Um, no, that's fair. I, I, I'm like, I I, mean, I I have a hard time unhooking from having Dan Campbell as interim head coach for eleven. No, was it twelve games in 2015 when? He borderline was telling you exactly where the, on the body the injury was, exactly what happened to it, exactly how long it would take. I mean, it was like that was. He didn't know any better. I bet you he doesn't I know, do the same I, thing I, in Detroit. 
that spoiled me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan spoiled us in a lot of ways. I think our first practice was like an Oklahoma drill. Yep. And, and props that, to him, by the way. I, I like Dan Campbell a lot. Props to him for for the job he's done in Detroit. And I know there were a lot of people who thought you couldn't hack it as the head coach um, <laughs> early on. A little soundtrack. I like it. Always. Been that okay. way for years. Uh, we'll, we'll name the artist because he's kind of controversial and he's crazy. But that kind of gives it away. Doesn't, I was going to say, doesn't that exactly narrow it down? I'm sorry. What? Um, oh, it actually does. Oh, it does? Okay. Oh, that crazy. Okay, no, I know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, he needs his meds. Yes, he, yes, he does. Yes, he does. So, no, I, I, yeah, and I'm, I'm with you there. I think the Austin Jackson situation is the one that's because it involves the, more, the most unknown I think we kind of know where, where we are with Robert Hunt. We kind of know where we are with Tehran, where, where I would think he was going to play. Who? Tehran. Oh, absolutely, Tehran's playing. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say. Did you see his cryptic message, STFU? Oh, we, yeah, we, 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 we forgot to address that. Do you want to go ahead and share the story? No, not really. Well, uh, look it up then. He put, he put a post on his Instagram stories, which is one of those things not being a very an Instagram aficionado that disappears after a while, basically. Oh, it didn't disappear. It's it's. It disappear. I didn't. I didn't find it when I saw it. Oh, maybe he took it down. Let me tell. Let me check. Let me check. Oh no, he did take it down. He basically took to task those who were keep criticizing him, saying. Oh damn! Oh no, yeah. no, it's still up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah. STFU. Yeah. He apologized. He apologized for giving people permission to. Okay, so you're, just, you're just not an Instagram aficionado. No, I'm not. Damn. I okay, you want to, read what it says. We're doing bad airtime here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It says STFU. He wore a shirt that says STFU. Uh, it might be a brand. It might be, hell, Tehran's brand. But if you know what STFU means, it means shut the up. St. Thomas Father University. Yes. And then it says, I apologize for letting y'all get comfortable enough to think y'all can play with me. And I know who that's directed to. Mm. And that would be? The bands. What? That's okay. That's what I, <laughs> what I figured. I mean. Um, yeah, because they, they've been kind of real disrespectful oh, with his name. Absolutely. So, absolutely. but anyway. Um, speaking of directing messages, I guess this is a very good segue to Tua. And his weekly media session, where he also had a message. And by the way, totally fine with this message, proving once again the point where if athletes tell you, I don't pay attention to what's being said and what's being written about me, that's complete BS. Mm, I don't know about that. Really? Really? I don't know about that. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It's not complete BS. It's total BS. Sorry. That better? Mm, I, I think, I think, I don't think Tua is one of those individuals who is, I mean, you know it, you see it. The minute a game is over, every player has their phone in their hand. They're scanning it. They search their name on, on Instagram, TikTok, uh, 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 really Twitter to see what people are saying. What is everybody saying or what sure. did they say about my performance or what was being said about me during the game? That's the norm. That's the norm in today's sports. Okay. Great. Um, 
their family members search, their, their, their girlfriends and wives search, their mistresses search. Everybody, everybody's looking, it gets back to them. However, I think Tua Valoa is in the 5%er group of professional athletes who they never search their name, never watch TV, and they only hear things and he said it today in his press conference, and you know how truthful Tua is. He's like, if you say anything negative about me, Ann Nolan, who is the director of media relations, is my bearer of bad news. That's the only way I'm going to find out. And I think his trainer, Nick Hicks, is also in the in the Tuanon information producing uh, crowd, and maybe his father, uh, Galu. Um, but though- my, my point is they're all aware of it. As, as I, that's all I said. I didn't say he's seeking it. I'm, and and we're, getting, we're getting off track here. Okay. All right. Tua, with getting on track, uh, Tua basically said, I keep receipts. I know basically what's being said about me. I, I know that everybody thinks that I can't play without, without Tyreek. I know everybody thinks that I can't play without Jalen Waddell. I'm paraphrasing everything he said, but it was a very good quote. Um, let, let, you know, a hell, even Raheem Mostert, I am not good without Raheem Mostert. He's like, I love you saying all of that because you're taking the attention away from me and I don't want the attention on me. I want the attention on my team and to, and to be totally honest, he's like, I don't care what's said about me. All I care about is me winning games and leading my team where I want to go, which is ultimately the Super Bowl. And Total transparency. I know Tua was the first person that I ever heard in a Dolphins organization outside of the initial press conference with Mike McDaniel talk about Super Bowl. He's the first person where the SB word came out. And I was like, how dare you be a Dolphins person and talk Super Bowl and uh, publicly? And he's always said, if you don't verbalize it, how can you believe in it and how can you push towards it? You can't be afraid of the word. Yeah. Uh, oh, dolphins have been afraid of the word for as long as I've been covering the team. Don't, don't act like you don't know that. Well, they've also never had this kind of team. And here's, and it also could be that they have scars from 2006 when sports illustrated came out and picked them to go to, to win the super bowl before the season started after they had signed uh, excuse me, after they had traded for Dante Culpepper and they wound up going 6-10. and 10. Yeah, brother, but you got 15 years to exercise those demons and Dolphins fan. Dolphins will net. Dolphins have never said the word Super Bowl. Like, I've heard Super Bowl with some coaches when they say that's what we're pushing for when they get hired. All five of them that I've, I've dealt with are covered. Um, but an organization coming to a season? Mm-mm. Playoffs is the most bold. AFC East Championship's most bold you'll ever hear them talk. Tua's always been talking about Super Bowl. And it's Super Bowl the bust. Okay. Oh, time out. Because I was about to say, I, I've never heard that. But um, you never no, heard that. I recall him acknowledging when it came up he, that he didn't, didn't shy away from it. But as far as him throwing out there on his own, no. But I want to say this. I want to correct something here officially and offer you a public apology, Omar. Because, Me? yes. Yes. Oh, shooky, because, shooky I, because I corrected you when you said Bradley Chubb had, had been on the injury report fairly recently, and I was looking through. Actually, I pre- I have all the printouts, and then I rechecked when somebody in the comment section said he thought you were right. And lo and behold, yes, uh, Bradley Chubb indeed was on the injury report, 
during the the week of the Washington game with a knee injury. He was limited the first two days, full on Friday, no game status designation. He played. You were right. I was wrong. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, having said all that, interesting to me that though, because you, on the one hand, Tua said he doesn't care. Uh, in fact, almost likes, and then on the other hand, he says he takes receipts. Yeah, one yeah. Thing, oh, oh, one oh. that kind of goes against the against it because if if you if you don't care, why are you taking receipts? Oh, because he knows what the naysayers and and the national media pundits and even the local media pundits have said. Um, like Tua knows, I called him a weirdo. I mean, I apologize for it. He's a unique individual. I, I weirdo is crossing a line. He's very. I mean. He's very different. He's a very different human. Oh, yeah, he's, he's quirky. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and, I have, and I have said he's having an MVP type season, except Ty- and Tyreek is having historic. I've said, I said that. I know, but you've said much worse things. That's uh, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever said about Tua. He, uh, what's what? the worst thing you've ever said about Tua? God. I said, let's not pretend that Tyreek's impact. Uh, uh, the co- the comment, Tuanan will have to share that because I, I can't. I, um, he's not elite. He's not. I'm not paying him before December. Nothing you've said is wrong. Okay. Uh, um. Uh. I. I'm. I'm not gonna go there because I can mix private things up with with podcast things. But yes. Hey, listen. I. I. Yes, he keeps receipts, but those are the things. Like, did you know Tua doesn't even know he's the fan vote getter in for um for Pro Bowl? He didn't know. He had no idea. He Joe Shad asked him a question about, you know, following up on that question, like how do you deal with the, the fact that you're the most popular player in the NFL right now? And I would argue to you, he is the most popular player in the NFL. He's by far he's whoa, 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 by far. Whoa, in my opinion, far? yes, by far. By far, is he more popular? It, does Tua is Tua more popular than Tyreek, who is arguably the best player? Oh no, that, that part I agree. Is he more popular? Okay, than well, let me let me let me make my argument. Okay, so technically, okay, Tyreek is top five, right? Player in the NFL, but top five most popular, huh? Popular. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, at least top 10 yeah but there's also a little little polarizing effect like it or not because of his of his past transgressions okay tours polarizing as well i one yeah yeah but tour doesn't have any 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 uh, things in his closet that we know of 
No. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, what I'm saying is, I, I personally believe that Tua, and and we know it from the numbers. Tua's got a Tua non is massive. It's ginormous. Yeah. I would argue, and people argue against me that it's bigger than Tua non, and I know you're going to argue against me that it's uh, not, not Tua non. Um, Tebow, Tebow's fan base. Um, I would argue that Tua non is bigger and stronger and more powerful than Tebow's fan base, and he's two years the leading vote getter. For Pro Bowls. This is not, not like a coincidence. Omar, my pushback is when you say by far the most popular player in the league, when I, I don't know, is he by far over Patrick Mahomes, for example? Again, you said by far. Um, and as far as the, the, the Tebow thing also, remember 2023 and 2010 when Tebow came out, social media has exploded in a way that, I mean, it wasn't quite the same back then. But it's absolutely, I, I, I wouldn't debate you on that, that it's, but I don't know if it's, that much more anyway um it's up there to an honest oh no i agree to an honest a force trust me I, oh yeah. trust me i'm aware alabama hawaii polynesian islands sec please that thing is a juggernaut um and and you know it when and that's part of the appeal to the miami dolphins because like i mean he might be the number one selling jersey in the nfl or, or or definitely top five. I know one year he was. I would think. No, and he, dude, he led the Pro Bowl fan voting last year. Also. Yeah, it, it, but but here's my point. Ahead, he, didn't, yeah. he, he didn't know any of this. He had no idea. He's like, was like, what are you guys talking about? And we had to tell him like, you're the leading vote getter for fan votes, and you know he's been the leading vote getter for like three weeks. He don't know. He don't. Oh, from he, the it, start, it, yeah, from the start, it's been him. Yeah, I mean, and that goes back to last year. But he doesn't know those things. He does know the negative that he has to deal with because Ann Nolan educates him on it. And he knows the narrative about his team. He knows that the Dolphins are perceived as pretenders because they haven't beaten a good team. He knows that the offense doesn't work without Tyreek Hill because Tyreek is the MVP. And he's like, I want Tyreek to be the MVP. He is the MVP. Um, So he knows what the narratives are. And... He doesn't care. He was like, if he basically was like, if you need to say these things or write these things or think these things to keep your stories alive and keep your headline and keep interest, go right ahead. Cause I really don't care. Like I am just Good. focused on Good. I don't winning, you know, or, or the narrative that I can't win December games. He didn't say this, but that's the, you know, that's the receipt he's keeping from me. Um, where I basically said like, you, you, you need to no, that's you. That's you. That's you. I, I said he needs to step up his level and show it. Um, right. So you I also mean, said he wasn't elite. So, so, so there. So okay. he hasn't. He hasn't proven he's elite yet. I think he will be elite, but he hasn't proven it yet. Where, where's his elite? Where's his elite? And thank you. And that's that's all I've ever said. Also. Yeah. Where, where's the elite victory? Now it could be Sunday. Could be. Absolutely. Like, and, I, and, and I will say he's been he's been massively impressive. I will, and in a lot of ways, he is like, I would tell you, he's surpassed my expectations in a lot of ways. Uh, Finally, his, you say it. Oh, I mean, his deep, his deep balls all, all season have been very accurate. Um, he's he's accurate. He dissects the defense. Great pocket presence. Okay, great and this, this is where, where we go. This is where we don't need to go 17 Hold on, with great work ethic. Um, yeah. sen- sensational charisma. 
um, leader in the locker room, um, show your biggest play producer for two years in the NFL. You could say whether it's Tyreek or Waddle or whatever. Yeah, he don't care. He uh, keeps his receipts. Okay. Um, like, tell me what his weakness is other than durability. The man has no weaknesses. Well, well, time, well, it's, again, and this is, you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. You know what? I'm not going to play along. He has no weaknesses. He's perfect. <laughs> My number one quarterback. You can't help yourself. <laughs> like you don't know what his weakness is. Come on, seriously. What is his weakness? What is his weakness? I don't. What is his weakness? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. What is his weakness? And it's not just because somebody put out stats that he had really good passing stats against the Jets outside the numbers when half of them were like. You're talking really about throwing good. outside the numbers? And the, the arm strength. And oh, my again, God. The arm strength. Did that 60-yard pass not Omar, shut that Omar, down? Omar, 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 if he's got it. Wow. Arm strength is not just being able oh, to. Okay, okay, okay. You're talking, about, you're talking about putting it 15 yards out on a rope. Thank you. Okay. There are certain throws that he can't make because the arm strength's not there. No, Peyton Manning couldn't make those throws. Drew Brees couldn't make those throws. Does that mean that they're not elite? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, be wait, fair wait, wait, wait. I'm You are okay. such an arm queen. You are such oh. an arm queen. Oh, it, it is always back to this cannon arm that just absolutely has to just zip it on a line right out to the 15-yard sideline. Okay, Ryan Tannehill did that his whole career. He sucks. Are you done? Yes, I am. Okay. My okay. Then I, I apologize for suggesting he might not be totally perfect. Okay. Totally. Argue with argue with me about his arm strength. I mean, serious. Like, I'm not serious. arguing with you about his arm strength. You're right. You're right. You just wanted to go on a little, little, little rant. And no, no, thing, no, no. You're right. He's not totally perfect. He's close to it, though. Okay. And well, no, because you all, you also need. I'm out. If he's close to perfect, then you need to put the elite tag on him, and you don't want to do that yet. But he's got to prove he's elite. He's got to prove he's elite by winning on the highest level. Okay, so, he, so another team. another reason he's not perfect is he hasn't shown he can win at, at elite level in in money games. Okay, that's fair. And, and the thing with the arm strength. And by the way, it's really insulting when you throw the arm queen term out. You I, are an arm queen. Admit it to yourself, and it's the starting point of healing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, am I going to have to make obscene rude gestures to you? You you are an arm. Admit go. it. You are. Let it go. You are. No, I'm not. Let it go. Jesus. I, name your three favorite quarterbacks. My three favorite quarterbacks of when? Now or? Whenever. I'll take now because it'll be easy to prove you wrong. Yeah, they all have good – you got to have strong – what does that mean? Okay, all right. What All time. Steve Young, who did not have a – did not have a howitzer. Fine. Michael Vick, who had a complete rocket. Okay. Uh, I don't know who else I would put in there. You know Dan Marino? Come on. you Come on. Don't be don't don't be biased because you sure sure Dan Marino. This is the All Dolphins podcast. I can't not not go Dan Marino. All right, two of the three trying are to back, trying to go back to my point. Okay. And by the way, you now war has been declared. I'm going to come up with a term for you that you're not going to appreciate. Okay, because this pisses me off. Uh, as, long, as long as you admit that you're an arm queen, 
it, it, we're fine. You could come. All up things being, dude, really, all things being equal, if my quarterback can have a strong arm, yeah, I'm going to take the strong arm. Give me accuracy over the strong arm. Obviously, give me, give me the ability to di diagnose a defense quickly, the snap of the finger uh, over uh, an arm. Give me, give me sensational pocket presence that allows me to evade pressure. Yeah, I said sensational. I yeah, said it. it. Okay, and again, by the way. Pushing back against all over the top praise propose Omar propose already seriously, I mean we'll 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 set we'll set Hannah Anna aside, okay, and then she can be fine. But propose already, I mean seriously, it's over. It's, this is over the top, and this is when, when I he gets push back. Win, I'll propose. Sorry. When he gets an elite win, I'll propose in the playoffs. Okay, and then I'll, I'll be I'll be your best man if you want. Um, the only time though the arm strength becomes an issue. Or, is it, it it reduces his margin for error when he throws outside. For example, mm -hmm. the throw to Braxton Berrios against the Jets mm -hmm. on Sunday was mm -hmm. beautiful, perfect, because the timing was perfect. He kind of made the same kind of – it was the same direction, same kind of first quarter, and it was a pick six because it, he was late on it. That's mm -hmm. where the arm strength became. I'm not arguing that. You are 100% correct on that. And, and there – when he's trailing and needs to, yes, there are ex examples when he's trailing and needs to run a hurry up offense where he can execute it. But then there are also a lot of examples where they they just sit out, they just guard everything inside the numbers and force him to throw outside the numbers. How dare you, Tua hater? How dare you? I, I I'm not I'm not I'm a Tua realist. Now I, I I think he's that dude. I think like. Everything is showing you, and, and even Mike McDaniels talked about it today. It's trending in the right direction. It's getting better. It's it's you know, like if you have to if you have to criticize him for one thing this season, it would be turnovers. And he hasn't turned the ball over in like a month, except for the fumbles. My bad. He did that. And well, um, but it's not it's Here's the thing. He, he made an interest, interesting point by Mike McDaniel where he said Tua's playing better now than at the beginning of the year, stats uh, notwithstanding. Um, and, and he had a – and this is – and I know I know this. I'm getting ready for the comments here. He had a pass against the Jets that should have been picked. Very, very poor throw. Quincy Williams, a linebacker, stepped in front of Cedric Wilson, flubbed it. Not a pick, but that's a throw. In other circumstances, it's going to get picked off. It's that left-handed rotation. They're not used to that. Okay. Uh, by the way, this whole sequence there, this the past and 10 minutes, folks, has been a skit. So, anyway. Uh, what are you talking about? I mean, every single word I said. Even the jujitsu and him buckling under when pressure comes. Jujitsu. Phenomenal. Every so, almost like he's perfect, but he's not elite. So, that's basically he's not. He's not elite yet. I, I can't put elite but he's on He's perfect, him. but he's perfect, but he's not elite. Okay. He's close. He's close to perfect. He, he No, he's, I mean, he's a young quarterback that's trending up. Like, even if you watch at the end of the games, and I know people say, oh, that's just defenders saying nice things about him. Like, he gets loved on a lot after games from guys who are like, man, you're you're really good. You're really amazing. People always talk about how difficult it is to, to, to exploit things that he does. And and I wanted to ask him this question today, but I, I, I got my fill of questions and, and, you know, there's a limit to it. Um, 
how many times have you gone into a game where a defense is showing you something or doing something that you have not been prepared for or you don't see coming? And I think the only thing that catches him by surprise are cornerback blitzes. Everything else he's able to diagnose because of his ability to or able to see and generally exploit if he can make the right throw and if he's got the right type of pressure. Because, I mean, his number one trait outside of after his accuracy is his ability to quickly diagnose defenses. Well, no, he's got 17 number one traits. Come on, Omar. Stop being a hater. I mean, there could only be one number one trait, and that's accuracy. And then I would put number two, um, Billy, to diagnose and read defenses, which is the reason. This has been there since college. It's just, just been elevated to a different level. Um, and, and there are certain things and certain throws that he utilized in college that I wish that they can get back to. Um, and I know Chase Claypool can do a lot of that. Um, unfortunately, they just have not gotten to it in the offense. You know, um, I always felt like Tua would be phenomenal at throwing um, a nine-yard slant, um, especially when defenses are, are dropping in the zone. Unfortunately, it's kind of not something that's in the arsenal of the offense because of all the speed or they or or Tyreek or I don't know or or the size of the receivers, but he needs a big body slant. I always thought Devontae Parker would be that player for him, and it, it just never was. But unless my they they dude, they feasted on that last year. And and you're absolutely right, they haven't done it very much this they I mean they feasted on that last year. Um uh, and in fact, sorry. How about yeah, you? Get back and to it? Like, I know a play like that quickly comes to mind is the the, the touchdown to Sherfield against San Francisco, the fourth down touchdown to Jalen Waddle in the opener against New England. Those were all like, like that slant. And this year, it seems to be more like 15, 20 yards, and then moving side. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, oh man, that was an exhausting conversation. Um. Bottom line is the, the dude absolutely been balling. Zero question about it. Zero question about it. Um, but the reality is, again, he, he, so far in December, he's had two good games, one not so so good games, even though the circumstances were tough. Now here comes money time. Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. Tua, by the way, was the same. The, the, the Pro Bowl fan voting results – Third round of results being announced for the third time. The Dolphins have nine players leading their position in the AFC. Tua, Raheem Mostert, Alec Ingle, Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead, Jalen Ramsey, Blake Ferguson, Duke Riley, Braxton Berrios. Thank you, Tua Nan. Dolphins have the second most overall votes cast for their players behind San Francisco. Oh, okay. Uh, we should also mention that Bradley Chubb was named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Surprise, now- surprise. Sorry? Surprise, surprise. Yeah, no, not really. Not uh, really. No, not really. <laughs> we were I was trying to look back since 2000. No Dolphin player had ever had three sacks, two forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery in the same game. A 3-2-1. Exactly, a 3-2-1. hmm Okay. All right. Um, anything else that we have not addressed? Uh, we do. I do have a column up on alldolphins.com. Um, basically, my five 
things or issues that need to be addressed in order for this Dolphins team to take it to the next level, win these final three games, and actually have home field advantage in the entire AFC playoffs. Um, that's up on Dolphins.com. Also, um, basically gave you a story about how Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddle, and Tyreek Hill will probably, on Sunday, become the first trio in Dolphins history to produce a 1,000-yard back and 2,000-yard receivers. Um, and then Poupard's got a number of stories, including the playoff compilation of what everybody needs to do and what you have to be concerned about if you, from the Dolphins' standpoint. And the latest on Tyreek. And I will, I will have the official injury report when it comes out. At 6.30 while Omar is out doing frolicking, doing whatever it is he's going to be doing. I'm doing Pilates. I'm getting my sexy back. Can you stop judging me? I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my sexy back, okay? Okay. What's that, what does that look like? Oh, <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, folks. We will see you tomorrow on alldolphins.com. You know where to find our work. For free, no subscription, no paywall, no $20 a month charge. If you look, you're sneaking $20 out your, out your credit card bill. Just, just look. Keep your eyes on it. Um, we will be back tomorrow. And uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend, download, rate, share, hit that like button. And we appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, you Therefore, didn't? Get, get your hat. Get, get your, you got to let me do the hat tip. Get your hat tip. All right. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.